When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Forever. Dog. Wait, wait, once that was the thing I thought of. Slave art? Wait, <laughs> Larry, you have to talk about your the Antebellum you, cinematic experience. Yes, antebellum cinematic experience. Trademark yes. that because that's incredible. And that's yeah, that is what I'm going to describe <laughs> all slave movies moving forward. Yes, and I don't yeah. want to ever receive an appointment for a slave film. You have to say antebellum cinematic mm-hmm. experience. The antebellum <laughs> cinematic experience. Ace. <laughs> where you are being entertained or I mean this was pure entertainment. This uh, was not. This was, we didn't learn it. Like this wasn't yeah. moralizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, the, the thing is, it's tough because I mean we're going to talk about it, but I we might as well talk about it in this cold open a little bit, which is, um, whenever I see these kinds of movies, there there is always white people around me, and uh. and I I can't help but like notice and look at how they are taking in the film and like the things that they are saying and there was a white woman next to me who was like talking back to the film the whole time saying what just like saying things like yes, girl. like 100 100 <laughs> things like that um, absolutely not Call uh, the she literally one time she literally one time said amen and i was like no. you're there's no way are you sure that there's wasn't no... in the movie because a white woman in the movie said, said amen. amen yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Which was so funny. Was I was like, hilarious. she said it before that yeah. that woman said it in the movie. Yes, she said it. <laughs> and I was literally like, and then and then she also she was like, oh. and then like it's like <laughs> there was one time when they were oh, where the slaves were like telling all their stories, and one of the men took off his shirt and there were scars on his back, and she just went, I can't believe it. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> you can, I can't. I can't what an believe insane it. reaction <laughs> to I slavery. Believe it? <laughs> I can't believe that. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't believe it. And then it. the worst of it, and, ex- and and I'm sorry, excuse me, parents for cursing, but I have to say what this person uh, said. There was a white man next to me who was watching it, and there was a moment in which Harriet has a gun and she throws it down, and he goes, dumb bitch. <gasps> and I was like, this is so real. I was like, I can't. I was like, I, the, what is happening? I almost said, I almost said something to. I almost said, did you just call Harriet Tubman a dumb bitch? I really wanted to say that, but I was just like, I don't want to get into a fight with whoever this dude so, is. So to be fair, I think I said that multiple times throughout the movie. So. It's not fair when it's this white dude. <laughs> Sitting next to yeah. a black dude watching the one movie about Harriet. <laughs> and if it's the part I think you're talking about, it's the end of the movie, right? Yeah. When she throws his gun, when she throws. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so he watched this whole movie. <laughs> and then in the yeah. last two minutes, he decided to be like, 
No, I'm not on board. I'm not on board with Harriet Tubman. Mm-mm. Also, like, you do know she lives, right? Like, I was just like, do you not know the end of this film? So like, annoying. She's about to die right now. For them to try to have any tension in this film oh, when my we know God. how everything oh, works yeah. out. It was so dumb. Oh, uh, that yeah. And, and that he, dude was like, I was looking at his arms. He, he was pretty Harriet. Wow. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. He was pretty. Harriet, he said. Uh, <laughs> he was. <laughs> this is the cold open. <laughs> he was pretty Harriet. <laughs> and how does that apply to? I am not ashamed <laughs> of this terrible bit. I will stand by it. Okay. You didn't even try to sell it. You're just like Harriet. <laughs> Not even. He was pretty hairy. It. <laughs> Let's start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Billy Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. I'm sorry I have to leave you. Do y'all remember the rest of it? You gotta sing it, dude. I'm sorry I have to leave you. And then you guys sing the the next part. <laughs> I couldn't remember. It's the only line from the movie I could remember. You it's couldn't remember any of the other of songs that, that she sang? Nope. That... <laughs> Is the only when line. Pharaoh was in Egypt's yeah, but land. you never saw her singing that. She was always hidden. <laughs> that's not. That's not true. You definitely saw her. You never saw once. her sing it. She was always she, hidden. You saw it when she sang it to else. her mom. Okay, whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was his line. That's it. That's, what, that's um, the only thing from the movie. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um. I would say we need Jarrah, but luckily we have two <laughs> <laughs> guests. My name is John the Braylock. And my name is James the Third. See the bits back. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> uh, we're being disrespectful on a, on a movie that we've waited for for a very long time. We did. We did. I'm going to do the did. drums. All right. <laughs> on behalf of Jarrah. Introducing our special guest. God damn it. Can I, no, I need to do it. You, I'm going to do it. All right, here we no, go. No, I got to do no, it for Gerard. That's terrible. Here we go. Anybody can do that. All right, Corin Wells is here. Hi. Larry Owens is here. Oh, yeah, I'm by. <laughs> yes. Um, people won't meant to own people. That's the that line for you. Yes. There we go. Yes. Yes. Get that one? That's a great line. Yeah. People won't meant to yeah. own people. Every yes. time Jennifer Nettles said, nigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Keep your hand on the plow. And then they close up oh, Jennifer yeah. Nettles. Keep your heart. <laughs> Keep your hand on the plow. Oh, man. To uh, open the film. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Corin, uh, an extraordinary improviser, comedian, character actor, sketch writer, sketch director. It just keeps mm-hmm. going. And I'm still poor. 
Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, happy to be Still here. Still waiting for them paychecks <laughs> to come in. Uh, <laughs> uh, fellow UCB performer as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you've seen her on Chris Gethard's show. Uh, I was wearing a mask. <laughs> But you, but behind the mask. Yeah, you were credited the on the Chris Gethard yes, show. That is on my IMDb page. So <laughs> I book, I book. She book, she book. Okay, you see our Comedy Central Digital, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yes. Okay. This is CCD. accurate. This you know what I mean? Somehow. CCD. Mm -hmm. Of course, we know how they pay. So <laughs> you are still waiting for some paychecks. Yeah, have they paid um, you yet? Well, yeah, they did. <laughs> okay, they did. that's they did. good. I'm yeah. still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still. Uh, that's true, yo. <laughs> yo, them checks be mad late. <laughs> them checks be mad late. We don't work for them anymore, so we can make fun. Let's we can drag spend thirty em. more minutes talking about. It. <laughs> you get it when you get it. You know. Uh, Larry Owens is also here, and yes. another comedian extraordinaire, also musical theater actor of critical acclaim. I would say, mm -hmm. uh, Strange wow. Loop. Oh, critical. of course, up. I just said critical. You just <laughs> critical. 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 <laughs> Fellow podcast host as well. Yes. Larry, you introduced your podcast so good. I can't. Yeah, you it's really great. Oh, yeah. It's called What Makes You Sing with Larry Owens. It's on Forever Dog. It's a comedy <laughs> podcast about music. Um, Listen, you guys are going to, if, if you're not on our Patreon, go subscribe to that because uh, Larry just brought the fire on a brought the fire. incredible episode. Truly um, tears and laughter. Unbelievable. <laughs> and I I was here for the last five minutes. Truly inspiring and beautiful. Inspiring. There was song there. <laughs> were tears. It's everything you want in a podcast. Um, you sing Larry Owens on Comedy Central Digital as well. Yeah, CCD. Still waiting on them checks? Are you still waiting on those checks? <laughs> Slid it through. Okay, okay, through. okay, okay. Something wrong with mine then, though. <laughs> you gotta check, you gotta check your. Um, Guess I'm not with mine. Check your account number. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe they deposited direct. Um, I just missed it. We are a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race That's and right. diversity in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> talk about race. And today we are reviewing the new film, Harriet. Harriet Tubman. We. In the water, way in the water, children. You were so close to the mic. Your mouth is on. Your mouth is burning the water. Okay, boiling the watts. Um, Cynthia Ervio. How do you spell? Arivo, Arivo, mm -hmm. Cynthia Arivo, who's also a musical theater yeah. actress, yes. was. I saw her in The Color Purple. I saw her in the Tony Awards performance of The Color Purple. Corinne, I haven't seen her. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen her. I saw her on um, Colbert when she did the interview. Did you see? You didn't see that movie, um, uh, the Hotel uh, uh, Royale. Battle Royale. Oh, no, Casino. I have Bad times El at the Camino. Bad times yeah. at the Camino Royale. Royale. Okay. Camino I, Royale. I have El Royale, Camino Royale. She's in that? I didn't she see is, that. She is. Yeah. She's in that. Uh, she was also in Widows. Did you see that? Oh, I saw no, that. No, okay. I didn't. She was in that? What? Yeah. <laughs> She's one of the main characters. <laughs> She's one of the main characters. <laughs> yes. 
My memory is definitely going. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Violet Davis. There's like four. There's only four of them. I remember Violet Davis, Liam Neeson. Well, now. In a relationship, which yeah. is uh, that's, strange. That was it. Was there anyone she, else in the movie? Yes. Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, oh yeah. And yes, and then Elizabeth. Uh, yeah, those are the those wow, are the four. Okay. Elizabeth Vicky, Michelle Great. Rodriguez, and that's Davis the movie we're talking about today. Today, today, uh, sorry, the director of this film was it's a woman, uh, Casey Lemons, a black Cassie woman. Lemons. Cassie, sorry, excuse me. Yes. Um, <laughs> see, this is why it's we I need Larry just to be. <laughs> we want to know any of this here yeah. just for he, pronunciation purposes. pronunciation. <laughs> I read off of IMDb. We get, we get a lot of hate for our pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, we don't yeah, look it up, yeah, and look it, up. it is our fault. We should be looking it up. It is. It is our fault. Uh, so to mitigate I, hate. I think that adds to the charm of the podcast. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> You know, <laughs> people do describe us as uh, it's like when I go see my movie movie with my friends and we talk about it after. We don't know the pronunciation <laughs> or the name of actors. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, do you do research for your podcast? And I said, I look up IMDb and Wikipedia. Does that count? In the moment. It really shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I, have, I don't even I don't have remember it. I right have it and I, I put yeah. it up and then I have yeah. to like do that little thing on your phone where you're trying to go from... Uh, window to window and it's really hard to do <laughs> the ghetto um the thing is harriet um it, it, it so the movie has mixed reviews but it's still overall positive it's 72 percent on rotten tomatoes um the audience score on rotten tomatoes is 97 percent, which is very high that's some say some would say too high <laughs> <laughs> some would say shocking yeah. um but i think the thing about this movie the the reality is the box office is not the greatest, right? It made it's it's made fifteen million dollars domestically so far. Um, it just came out last weekend, so it's not doing great. Uh, yeah. I don't know how much it made. The box office mojo doesn't say it sometimes, um, but um, I would imagine they put a good amount of money into the film. Not maybe not a crazy amount, but I feel like this movie is probably twenty thirty million dollars, right in that yeah. range. Uh, it feels like an Oscar play, which is, you know, when obviously antebellum <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> movies usually are. Yeah. Um, but uh, it um, it is a movie that was awaited and then came and then when it came out, it came out to very little fanfare, uh, probably because the wait was a little too long. So this movie is coming out in 2019. There has never been a Harriet Tubman, uh, you know, movie made for major theaters i don't know if there was ever a tv one i, I think there was with cecily tyson okay great oh, wow. yeah um a woman named moses i think is what it got it was right. great so then i figured good. that there would, be, this isn't... there would be like a tv movie made but that's still not you know what i mean like um and there of course is underground you know where harriet tubman is a character a, a main a major mm. character on the of that show, show underground mm-hmm. But no theatrical uh, release of a Harriet Tubman narrative, right. no. which some would say in the great history of um, what I call antebellum cinematic experiences <laughs> or slave flicks is an yeah. oversight. Right. But you're like, it's it's like it's too it's overdue. It's like it's, it, over, it, it's yeah. like it's too it's so overdue <laughs> that by the time it came out, people are like, I'm over it. It's yeah. past due. It's past due. Oh. It's like I've seen slave movies and I'm done. Yeah. And yes, we needed a Harriet Tubman movie. But by the time that this came out. 
there was no excitement over it. And, you know, you could blame that off on the nigga the, from the Birth actual- of Nation. That's who we blame it on. Because <laughs> we was we actually was we was rocking with we was fucking That's with true. antebellum cinematics for <laughs> decades. Yeah. And then literally we would have to go and sweep that we we're going to show up with the slave film at the mm-hmm. Oscars and, right. and knock them. And then they said, nah, nigga, you can't do that. Right. And ever since then, bad taste in our mouth. Yeah. We don't want none of it. That's yeah. real. We wow. love having y'all remember this shit. Birth of a Nation. <laughs> Which we did review out. on this podcast. <laughs> we did. Because um, when Birth of a Nation was announced, it was huge. Yeah. Because it was in the midst of Oscar So White. I think, do, part deuce. Uh, like, there was, you know, Oscar So White two times in a row. Remember that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then we had one little blip and then it went right back. And then it went and pretty much went right yeah. back. I mean, you get the, you get the one. Oh, like, the one, yeah. the one where it Mahershala was a, like a, a seemingly mistake. Are yes. you kidding? Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was so undignified. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but, um, so yeah, that, I don't know. I don't need to say anything else about this film. Uh, Cynthia is, is uh, British. Uh, people don't know that, which I, Mm-hmm. Has played into some narratives of this film, um, but let's just go into initial thoughts. Let's go into it, right? We just got to. We got to start. Do you want to start, Corinne? Yeah, I thought it was bad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought just, it was right. a gonna come bad out right and say it. movie. <laughs> right um, yeah, I like. I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt, much like it, like you. As as a as a black creator, like you want to support stuff made by black people, especially black women, but then like it, it when it's bad, you feel bad, and you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. When it is bad, you do feel bad, and you're like, no, <laughs> you're like, no. Um, I no. I thought the acting was fine. I thought the uh, cinematography was. Okay, uh, like the the flashbacks were hokey and weird, or like the, her visions were bad. hokey and weird. Yeah, thank thank you. The word I was looking for was bad. Um, <laughs> and like I don't like there were there were some shots where I was like, what is this set? It was like it was almost like, and I know this isn't the first movie that Casey has directed, but there were some moments where I was just like, where the hell are we on this goddamn plantation? (laughs) (laughs) What am I supposed to be looking at? Philadelphia looks crazy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, and just like, I don't know. I just, Uh I I thought it was just not a good movie. Yes. Um, very subpar, subpar. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go real quick. Cause I'm not, I don't know what you guys are going to say, but I mm-hmm. know it like pretty sure what Larry's going to say. <laughs> I'm just going to say that I think this movie is, is f- good. <laughs> I was going to say, okay. uh, is that what you think? Okay. <laughs> I think it's like you got a question. like you got a question about how you feel about it. I think it was, I think it was good. Fine. I think it was fine. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a, like it was an average movie. Mm-hmm. It's just that I want this movie to be more than average. Yes. Um, and I thought the acting was good, um, but I wanted it to be Oscar-winning performances, mm-hmm. right? Um, it felt like a movie, and I've said this maybe too many times now, but it did. It felt like a throwback movie. Like it felt like a movie 
that we were making the 90s or yeah. like it almost felt like glory um in this weird way yeah. yeah like it was like the score especially the score the score yeah. was so old school like i was just like ah, yeah. we do we don't do these kinds of movies anymore. Like we don't there, we don't romanticize the past and have these, like, I don't know. It's just like a little bit melodramatic, like sometimes. And, um, it's, a, it's an old school feel for a, it just makes me feel like you're all playing pretend a bit. Yeah. Now there were some people I thought that really stood out to me in this film. Um, specifically actually that guy, uh, who was hunting her at first, and then just and then like oh, change his side? A, a pre-op Michael Jackson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, pre-op just, Michael Jackson. I just pulled him up. Henry also Hunter known Hall. as yes, Cassie Henry Lemon's son. Oh, really? No way. Uh, yes. I thought he did a great job. He was I, great. Yeah. Fine he actor. Popped off the yeah. screen for me in this way. That was like, who's this guy? And he and he's playing a part that like you know it's not it's not a huge part, and yeah. I, he left in a real impression with me. It's a sizable role. It is a sizable role. And mm-hmm. mom set up those shots really nicely she for did. him. Um, yeah. There were everybody for out. no one else. <laughs> for no one else. She said, "My baby about to be a star. <laughs> that is my true. baby. This movie's called Harry Tubman. No, it's and not. also and now sorry <laughs> while I'm interjecting yeah. with Family Tree, um, the right reverend uh, uh, is her husband as well. Von D. Curtis Hall. Ah, Got it. Yeah, and he's an he's an established oh, actor. Yeah. I love yes. him in this. I, I I thought he did a I thought he did a really good job. Family actor. affair. I thought um. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it's it's a, family. I, Janelle Monet was I I liked her in this I I don't know if, if you guys liked her I liked her in this I, I lo- thought it was good casting I loved Janelle yeah, Monet I this. thought she was like this was like this is the part she should play yeah. in this movie yeah oh, it made sense my it, God. her her you death just, scene was no, brutal I love it. oh wait okay well so we're already here oh i'm just saying i'm just giving it over i'm just giving it my, <laughs> so over, initial over, thought, over, my overall okay, thoughts oh. yeah. we don't have to go there we don't have to go I'm like wait when we don't have we won't talk about that yeah. yet well, i just say you could talk about it in your initial thoughts i was just saying like what my the things that the things that pop for me when she film. died at the hands of a black man the only sorry, per- the foot at, of a black man at the only murder <laughs> to you. be seen yeah. on screen yeah. Yeah. Was that the only oh, murder to be seen on screen? Cut to act, well, his murder act was five. Seen on screen too. Oh yeah, he hung oh. it. No, what happened? Yeah, then shot, <laughs> shot in the face, and then at the end when she absolves her master. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I had to true. get in there. That's true. That's but, true. But Janelle Monae honestly built built for these Paul Taswell gowns. Uh, her yes. in a costume, like like black people <laughs> don't true. get to like be yeah. in costume shit, and yeah. like yeah. Uh, like we should be yeah. wearing the bustles. Fuck it, yeah. I and, and she looked I amazing in her fucking bustle. <laughs> she did. Yeah. Fuck, uh, how gorgeous. And that, her hair, her updos. And bougie. Oh yes, my so god, bougie. great. So a bougie. free woman. Um, a free woman. Yeah, she was born um, free. She was born free. Um, and. What else? Am I, what else do I need to say though? It just was. It, it there were moments in the film where I was a little bit inspired, but for the most you part, were? there were moments. But wow. for the most part, it felt like color. It felt like color by numbers. It felt like very milk toast. It was very. Yeah. We're doing the Harriet story. Here it is, and I was just like, okay, how do you make a film about the like? Really, at the end of this movie, I was like, this is maybe the most amazing woman in history. Yeah. Like, or a person in history. Like, it's just like you have a person who overcame so much and was a leader 
just of just a, a complete leader of, of of a whole resistance movement like one of the greatest things that we've ever seen in this country and i don't feel truly inspired at the end of the film how is that possible yeah i i just don't know like i you gotta it, it's like so you know it's so much missed opportunity it just that's what it felt like and i and it really wasn't it wasn't bad it didn't add up but it just didn't i was like Oh, come like that's, on. That's that's not the antebellum movie we need in Trump's America. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if if we're going to make a movie about a strong black woman who is real, then like <laughs> deliver. Um so yeah, that's my yeah. I guess that was more negative than I wanted it to be. Yeah. <laughs> but why? Why you really are just for I, variety? You yeah. want to like have a different point of view? You wanted to support. For variety and I cuz I for posterity's sake, you don't want, you know, when people look back cuz I don't want No, here's the thing. I just I I want to acknowledge that it wasn't like people did a trash job. Yeah, true, you know what true. I mean. Yeah. Okay, like it wasn't trash. Like, cause there are films that they put up, and then I'm just like, this is a trash movie, and why did you even attempt to make this? Yeah, this movie wasn't that. It was just like it felt safe. I guess that's the that's, that's yeah. yeah. Safe is a great yeah. word. You that's know? a very good it, word. It felt for safe. It. Um, yeah, I think I get more angry at safe yeah. than I do at trash. And I and I, I I agree. It's like you get more angry at the films that you think have more potential. Like they have the potential to be great and they're okay, mm-hmm. as opposed to movies that you're like, that was always going to be trash. Like yeah. that script yeah. was garbage. You know what I mean? Like the people who were involved in this were not that great. Like the actors weren't good. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So a yeah, lot of I things were bubbling up for me as I was listening to everybody. We, yeah. We're giving Larry the end of talk. The, uh, of course. Of course. Of course. Um, uh, and uh, the, he, he's the, our closer. But the thing, the thing, the thing that came up for me was, um, I think, I think I'm in line with what you just said, Bray. Of like, it was safe. I think that the movie was fine, but it bothered me to no end. Mm. And I have been when people ask me how it was, I say it's bad. I tell them it's not a good movie. I tell them it's not worth going to go see. I want to say real quick, shout out to Arya Brooks. She's uh, the little girl at the at the end who Harriet saves and who pulls up the gun to the Ooh. kid. Anyway, she's one of the cast members and all she that. She is and great. I saw it with her and it was great. So oh. I just want to say that. She had great moments. She, she I, dropped the thing. When, when, when the mom smacked the tea tray out of her hand and she was just like shocked and then had to quietly go back because she's... <laughs> She doesn't want to get beat. Like yeah. I was just like, damn, that girl. Star. Okay, she can yeah. Act. yeah, star. It was very. It was very lovely. Um. So I will say say that to to get that out of the way. I I I had a, I had such a bad time. Um. Aww. I felt like I felt like why 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 is it in a movie about Harriet Tubman? Do I feel like I never felt like she had to overcome anything? I never felt like anything was hard. <sighs> That's crazy. I never felt like anything was was tough. They they when. Harriet Tubman accomplished some of the most amazing things that have ever happened and they breeze by it. When they say you just miraculously made it up to Philadelphia by yourself, it really feels like we we like sneeze and she's she she gets there. For, there and there's no they they completely go over like the reverend doesn't say like you expect you when she goes up to the reverend you expect it to be like okay so I'm gonna put you down here in this in in uh, uh, underneath the, the floorboards and then what's gonna happen is about two miles up this you think he's about to like start to explain like the intricacies like we think we're about to get into it but they don't they, fear is your enemy. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> 
Oh my God. That's all it is. That's all it is over like shots Damn. of her running at, at night. Platitudes uh, not even from the Bible. Like, super frustrating. <laughs> and then Larry said the thing about the first, the first on-screen death that we, the only on-screen death that we see for a while is at the hands of a black, a black woman at the hands of a black man. It made me so mad that the first person that we see Harriet pull the gun up to is just other black people. It's the they are like running away, and the first person she's given the she gun. She held the gun behind her, but she never pulled it. She up She never, to of course, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we and then we see her pull it up face to face with her family. Like you better come with me, and it's like what? I, even if that is what happened, I guess. Wait, no, <laughs> is it? Yes, yes. Either we're gonna, it's like die or be free. So, okay. so, but this is only in the middle of an excursion. Like if she's on on the route like she carried a shotgun because people would threaten to you know undermine the the railroad right and you, and she used that gun and, and it's and right and it felt like this is important i need to see this happen but it was incredibly frustrating and that yeah and that's how i felt about a lot of it it's just like the is like the real stuff was undertreated and then the fake stuff was yeah. blown up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the 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 battle. Sorry, I'm catching I know just just uh, th- they always do this. It it really bothered me. And Paint by Numbers I think also hit the nail on the head. I left and I was like this is such a Paint by Numbers movie. Um and she there were no moments that felt like big like Oscar moments and we c- kind of said this briefly on the on the Patreon, but I just want to say it for this. It's like I really feel like it was everyone involved that failed this. I don't I don't put it on Cynthia. I don't put it on the actor she was with. I don't put it on the director. I don't put it on the screenwriter. I don't put it on the editor. I put it on everybody that they made this like bland movie about this incredibly interesting person. Um uh so yeah, and 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 it had a lot writing on it like it took so long for this movie to be made so i of course went in expecting it to be this great movie about harriet tubman and it ended up not being that and i think that it did have that against it i guess you know to be fair it had the fact that it was the first uh uh wide released film about harriet tubman um against it but it didn't live up to it for me yeah larry <sighs> so I'll, I will begin like unchopped. I'll, I'll begin with a compliment. So this is definitely an antebellum cinematic experience that if I were a kid, I could have watched. Yeah. As, like I couldn't watch a lot of slave narratives because those were my true horror films. Because yeah. the enemy and like the monster in that movie is time. It's like, what if I just woke up? Like I was, I always thought I was going to close my eyes and go to sleep after right. watching a slave film and wake up and be on a plantation and uh. just like. Yeah. In like a Twilight Zone, but this was like not, this was not brutality for brutality's sake, and and the director never went there, which I really applaud mm-hmm. because like I I do applaud. I really want to like point that out. There so many slave movies like they have, you have like so many scenes just like a person getting whipped or beat or raped, and like we didn't show that. We showed scars. You know what I mean. We show we we had the one death at the hands of another black person but like the brutality of slavery was very heavily implied but not yeah. like on screen visceral reaction which I appreciate it I appreciate I, it because so if you need to see brutality of a black actors as slaves in order 
for it to engender any feelings of like a narrative of slavery at this point in time culturally then like you're lost. Yeah, you're yeah. lost, and this movie will never really yeah. affect you. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, so that I don't... white woman couldn't believe it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe. It. <laughs> I can't believe it. And so, so I, so I do commend them for like not doing that. I just have this thing now where I, I can, um, I immediately. I can hear a white writer. I can immediately hear it. And so I, this, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the guy who had the original idea. Is he white? I know Cassie's a black director oh, this is a and, good and writer. But I feel that he's a white person because he tried to get the script made for years with the conceit of Harry Tubman as an action hero, which is like yeah. great. And like, and then it was His name until- is Gregory Allen Howard. Let's I gotta find Just a get a Google him. image on he's him. Done, he's done, uh, he wrote for, remember the Titans, Ali... Okay, he might be black. Let's see. He loves a biopic. He does huh? love a biopic. He loves a biopic. Uh, but continue. I'll, I'll... Yeah, but I could be wrong, so I don't want to end this <laughs> without, <laughs> without knowing if he's white or not. Fair, um, fair enough. Yeah. Do, do we have? No, he is black. He's he black. is black. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, so I'll just talk about the superhero conceit. So, like, that mm-hmm. was like my major disappointment in this, and the only reason why I like am really let down by it was because, like, in Jordan Peele's America, when you say we're doing action hero Harriet Tubman. Like and as a woman who who like had a spirituality who had who had like access yeah. to like you said the flashbacks should have been dope yeah. or like the visions their prophecies sh- yeah should they could have like she on just, camera like, they just put a filter like an Instagram filter on that shit Hefe <laughs> yes I think it was Hefe. they literally did Hefe on top <laughs> <Yeah>. of their <laughs> of, 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 of when God is communicating to her yeah. which is such a missed opportunity just on cinema and like I'm not a cinema bitch I'm a theatrical bitch mm-hmm. but like. I know that you just want to show things, right? And so, what? Why don't? Why weren't we shown her being shown? Yeah. If that's the crux of the film, and the action adventure never slapped when she jumped off the bridge, it was anticlimactic. It was. That's all that, that is, happened. That was. Oh and that was supposed to be the scene. That was. That's that the trailer the scene. scene. That's the trailer scene where she. How did they? You know and what? then we don't follow her underwater. They actually, but for maybe them to didn't. cut for them for her to jump off the oh. bridge in a danger scene and for them to not cut to her underwater. They could get a GoPro. Yes, and it goes off what you're saying, James, about like th- there was no follow through. There were mm-hmm. all of these. Uh, like I don't. I don't know what story they wanted to tell. They wanted to tell a story of, of Harriet Tubman as. A perfect princess. This, this felt more like a Cinderella story than just it a, did. It, it was felt, strong black woman. It was yeah. very like, just I'm a strong black woman. Yeah, and, and my I notes disagree. You don't. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Please. Um, because like I don't. I feel like this movie did not pass the Bechdel test. It didn't. <gasps> it didn't. That was yeah. the thought I had when the, when the movie was done. I was like, did that movie not pass the Bechdel test? Why? Because Harriet, Harriet and Janelle Monáe. Yeah, spoke, I think were... every time they talked, it was about a man. At, uh, the their first conversation, and I felt like that was the moment that my heart sank into my vagina and died, where she was like. So you got a man? And I was like, oh, come on, dude. Like, we, who fucking cares? That was so and hard like, to And like, to make that, to make her husband, and I, I don't know if this is historically accurate or not, but to make her husband the, the main reason for her to go back made me so angry. <laughs> it made me want to rip my face off. <laughs> like, like her whole family was there like her sister was there like and oh god ugh, it was just very frustrating and then their whole conversation like when she found out that he remarried like 
it's like, okay, we do want to see a vulnerability in her, but this is not the vulnerability I think we need. I don't think it's the... Is that the only time we see her cry? Yes. Like, cry, cry, yes. To this same end... Does she and cry I... when her sister oh. passes? I forgot. We don't... It, we don't get to... We don't, we don't, see we don't spend yeah. time with We with go her. straight to the abolitionists. I also felt like we didn't get to know Harriet in the movie. Yeah. So I felt like I felt like the the scenes when she did talk, she was saying one of two things, which was like or three things like, I want to be free. Mm-hmm. Um, I want my family and God talks to me. Yes. And that was it. That's it. I don't think she said anything anything else. Like about how she feels, yeah. about like she didn't even like talk about her journey. Like I, w- I want to see her like fight off some timber wolves. You know what I mean? Thank, thank. Just a timber wolf scene. Just a timber wolf scene. I mean, we scene gotta have. A, we, <laughs> gotta we gotta have, have a timber wolf scene. She had a knife and a gun. She had a knife at one point, and she, she had a gun in her purse. And if you want to fictionalize, fictionalize something, then that's what you want to see fictionalized. Yeah. That because makes... it's always fictionalized. Whenever they tell these, they here's the thing. This <laughs> is the thing we talked about before. The based on a true story, it's like. I've heard people use the defense of, well, it's based on a true story. And I'm like, you don't get it. They always make stuff up. And the thing yeah. is, <laughs> the thing is, the thing that we are mad at usually is the stuff is a thing that they made up. It's not even a thing that's true. And like, and if they can make up stuff, they're like, well, we need to, we do need to make up stuff for the narrative, like the cinematic retelling of a story. Then it's like, cool, then make up stuff that's cooler. Yeah. Like make up stuff that is more, you know, that promotes who this person is more yeah. than just like Whatever I want, I want to see her like encounter like any natives that are left and like talk to them about like what they're going through in this whole stupid country. And I want her, I would like, I want how does she eat? How does she eat? She lost all her bread in the water. Well, she said she didn't eat for days when she first when she first uh, got there, which was like she was just going off of willpower, or whatever. But the thing is, we didn't see it. I wanted really. this to be the black woman's revenant. That's what yes. I wanted. Well, that, that it, it literally could have been. And like and from Cynthia, like I was just seeing a safe performance. I wasn't yeah. seeing so like I like this if they wanted this to be Oscar-y, like there are just some easy things you can do. Like yeah. you're playing a slave. Like I know that they were trying to sell us this like you know, body positive, like Harriet is, is sexy and like beautiful thing. But the truth is they had no makeup. She was on the plantation and then mm-hmm. she was in the woods. And then the one scene where they like tried it, where they gave her oh the, they gave her the wig <laughs> and the, she had just stumbled in Philadelphia looking haggard. Her titty was out. So like, mm-hmm. it was still an insistence on like being beautiful mm-hmm. inside of it. And I just couldn't help but be distracted yeah. by that. And wow. Every, yeah. I'm so I'm looking I'm trying to like look up some of like the real facts of the thing. Mm-hmm. She actually when she first left, she left with two of her brothers initially, but they halfway through turned back because they were afraid they were going to get caught. What a great story. Yes, because then and then, and and then I get her pulling the gun like <sighs> What a great! I'm so upset. All right, all right. Let's start. Let's start going through this film. I'm so upset. Let's start going through it, just beat by beat, because we don't have too too much time. But uh, so so we have the first the first uh, the first thing we see is is them 
like talking about the husband and and trying to get them free, right? Is there something before this? I don't remember. They're 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 having church. Yeah, church is died, honey. Churches, churches, churches. Yeah, it opens on the church and it opens on that that verse of uh, keep your hand yeah. on the plow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hand on the plow is the song that they're singing, and then he's like, master. He's like, I'm reading to you from Colossians. Mass, you know, slaves obey your masters and blah blah, which is in the Bible. Uh, there is a verse like that in the Bible. Um, and and it and it's very commonly used, and it was very commonly used at that time to keep slaves in check, uh, because there are many other verses in the Bible that talk that are anti-slavery and talk about, and obviously the entire story of the Israelites, which is why yeah. they adopt this Moses Pharaoh kind of narrative. Um, and so, and that's a great scene because it shows like, okay, we don't trust this reverend dude, right? Mm-hmm. And then later on, we learn that he that's like an act. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm like, it. we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earning.com slash T-O-S for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, 
you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartland. Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Um, and then they go up to the master and they're like, hey, uh, so actually we're supposed to be free. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but, uh, we got a, we hired a lawyer, which I love. Cause he was like, I was like, damn, this is like this, is, but this is the thing that black people were doing this. Strong yeah. start. There were, the mm-hmm. yeah. there were black, there were, and like, they never talk about this in the antebellum cinematic universe. <laughs> 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 they never talk about this. There were freed there were freed blacks not just in the north but also in the south. They used to have um they it, it wasn't always that slavery was per, in in like in perpetuity. There were things where people wrote into their wills like after my death this person will be free or after yeah. that age this person or this person's children will be born free. And what happened was because southerners like had no money like they would just renege on all of these legal documents. They would break the law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the these terrible laws that they created. They would even break those laws, and they would not l- release people to f- for freedom. And it was a law that you, as a black person, cannot go um, to court and testify against a white person. So there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Um. So even though they had the papers, what happened was he shows them the paper, and the guy just rips it up. And what are you going to do? There's literally nothing you can do about it because they're not going to. Nobody cares. You can't bring it to court because you can't testify against a white person. Mm -hmm. So no iCloud. (laughs) So I was like, oh, this is like from the I was like, oh, they're they're bringing in some history here that people probably don't know about, which is cool. And then Harriet goes off. And uh, uh, I mean, we see her like pray for her master's master's death. And then he dies. And then he dies. And then he dies. Which was my first red flag <laughs> it was like a media you're like yeah. oh oh they're wrapping they're yeah. going they're going through yeah. this quick and to your point we don't learn it's like we have that prayer and it's just like you know mm-hmm. but we don't we're not learning much about harry we do have like a nice scene between her and the husband mm-hmm. um which 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 was lovely i thought but like we're not learning much about her Mm-mm. apart from her marriage yeah Mm-mm. um because a lot of what we learn about her, we don't learn until she's talking to Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah, you know, after she's free. Yeah, yeah. and it's but and we and we learn it as her telling her story to him, and him translating it to whatever his notes are going to be, and but then but then even after that, it's not explored much more. Yeah, either. Right. I, like why? Like, and I don't know. I, I mean. I will say sometimes it's easy to like sit back and go, they should have done this. They should have done that. But do you think we should have seen Harriet before this moment? Like right before she's about to go. F- like, is there something to actually seeing her as a child or, or any of that stuff or seeing a little taste? I of- think seeing, seeing 
the 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 moment that was described where she steps in front of her master throwing something at his son mm-hmm. and like her going into like a concussion like right. a coma like because she got that right. scar um i think that would have been an amazing plot device to see at the right. beginning of the movie right yeah. to like establish like she was always like this. yeah like this is a uh just a snapshot of who this woman it was is yeah to and also this is like where her clairvoyance yes. comes from right this is her origin story yeah yeah essentially it, it's her and, it is for her personally yeah and like and it, this is in line with that like they should have done this they should have done that thing but like remove this element of does she love her master oh my and and God. and show show her praying for his death you know, praying for whatever it was that she said she was really praying for. Show that and then have us watch this guy think she loves him. Like, but we know where she's coming from. Oh, you're talking about the 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 dude, the, bo- the boy. The, the, young, the young, young dude guy. who ends up taking over. Yeah. Um, okay. I need somebody to explain this, this whole storyline and relationship and what we were supposed to feel. Because I truly, I wasn't, I just never got it. I don't think the writers got it yeah like i don't i think they wanted because if to me it felt like they were trying to make it one thing where it was like these two have this very strange love for each other that doesn't make sense um but then or at least that he has a love for her yeah but like i mean just based on based on like what they tried to set up like her praying for him, even though she, that's what he said. Yeah. And then, um, her stepping in front of him getting hit with this thing. Like they were trying to set up like, yeah, she might actually care about him, which is psychotic to try to sell to anyone. And I think they, 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 I bet you in like an earlier draft, their relationship was more, I bet. And they were like, "Mm, that's not going to fly. Yeah. Because here, this is what I was. This is what I was taking from it, um, but it didn't. It didn't make any sense. What I was taking from it was that this guy, because she was like, because his parents were terrible to him, and she stood up from for him, just out of just like being a basic human being and like not wanting to see a child get beat, like you know, even a even a racist little white. It's like you're still. This is still a child, and it's like you have that. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I want to be protective of of children because there, there is some innocence attached to them. Like, yeah. Before they're ruined, but now this dude is a man. He has this warped thing in his mind. Like he loves her because this was the only person in his life. Minty. You know what Minty. I mean. But <laughs> here's the thing. For sure, all of this was. All of this storyline was made up. Was, like, yeah. there's no way that this was written weak. in the dialogues of history. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this was all made up. So it was like, and I guess like we we need a villain, but do we? I guess I don't know. It's like he was the villain of the movie, but he he was never built up enough that I ever felt any real fear from him. And I just felt like he's just this petulant child who like doesn't understand yeah. anything. And has this weird obsession with her that that is not that she has no real weird obsession with him. She doesn't care about him. She doesn't she's not afraid of him like she he is nothing to her. But we're focusing so much time on him. I feel like we are at a place where we still have to 
put a white face on screen like every certain amount of minutes like like just structurally because i don't know what the advantage of having this like slavery is enough of a tension builder like freedom or no freedom is so intense to me of a notion as a writer as an actor as an audience member that like like a self-contained world, a revenant style self-contained world of a of an actor journeying through the woods with or without people, against the elements, yeah. repeatedly, like in and out of socialization, in and out of civilization, is unctuous enough. And if you make that dangerous and sexy on its own, yeah. like they tried to put her whole story into two hours, and it's like, no, you well, can't. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- and, and and that's. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. Which is, but the thing is, like, okay, you're going to make a movie. You you make biopics about people, and you can't you can't fit people's entire lives into one movie. But my thing is, literally to Larry's point, like when we by the time we get to her running away, which is fairly quickly in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Fairly quickly, which I'm okay with. If you're just like, we just want to get to the, we, we just want to get to her being, yeah. you know, we get the to most quickly- famous conductor. We get to it quickly, but then it takes a while for it to actually start. Well, and, and this is because it's there's no... I don't know why. It's like, even with things where you know what's going to happen, there's still inherent danger and tension in that stuff. But for some reason, this movie, there just wasn't. Like, even when she decides to run away, we as an audience know that they're looking for her. But she's already decided to run away, and they're already looking for her in the in the middle of the day. We have a guy like, literally, like right on her tail, like it before she's even packed her bags. And I was just like, so like it because it was so fake. I I I didn't feel. I was like, well, I mean, obviously he's not gonna find her because this movie needs to stop. But I also was just like, but I also was just like, I don't. So I don't believe that this even happened. Yeah. And then it it, ha- it brings up those questions like, why aren't they going, like, if they're looking for her, why aren't they going to her freaking shack? Like, why wouldn't they go to the church? Like, what what's, what, there, there and, aren't that many places that you would think she would hide. So why are they so far behind her? And the, I feel like what was hard about it, probably for the filmmakers, was like, the answer to that question is hard to write. Like, it's hard to write that. Like, why don't they just go to these wouldn't they just go there okay fine you write the scene where they go there right but then wouldn't they just find her so how do you write the the people having the integrity to stop them or how do you write like you know what i mean like well, I, yeah i hear i think the thing my thing my thing was like they try to introduce tension at a time where it wasn't we weren't ready for the tension yet <laughs> because there was no plan to go awry there was just no plan so but, it was, it was just you so know they, what I mean. Yeah, like they just started. They yeah. just started. And I was just like, well, we're not. We let's have, let's learn more. Are we wanted to learn more about her? You gotta build this. You gotta build it up. You also have to like the scene in which the Reverend is explaining how hard it is to do this journey alone. We need that scene before they're looking for her. We need them to. We need her to be like, I gotta go, and we need somebody to be like, Do you understand what you're? the task you're about to undertake it is 100 miles from here to there you have no you have no food you have no water you will be in the elements if it rains and there's a torrential downpour you could die like you won't be able to sleep they're going to be on your tail there are dogs that are going to come after you they won't lose their scent also the, you pass out like you, she passes pa- out yeah it's like <laughs> and then and then on top of all this you pass out like and he says that at a moment like you're going to wake up and they're going to be around you like you need somebody to go with you and she decides to just go on her own. But the thing is, because that speech came in like 
after she was already gone and we already saw that they were looking for yeah. her, it was like she was just down the street. That's the thing. That's what it felt like. like it felt like I, she was just down the street. And I think that that's that that was my issue that I brought up before with like where like this we had no context of space and where things were and how long it took they to all, get anywhere. Because when they got to the bridge, it was like, wait, but so then, and how also, long was she running by the time they got to this one bridge that is apparently the only, the bridge, only bridge across this river? The bridge did give me one of my favorite conceits of all of media. Woman puts on hat, oh is God, man now, I, and I, everyone sees them as man. I... That's my favorite conceit in all Guffaw. of media. <laughs> I screamed. But that's that's later in the film. Yeah. I, I mean that that was uh that's like a Shakespearean device. Exactly. That, and it old. just it just made me utterly cackle here. Like I wanna know if that's real. Like I her mean, I, I mean her Navy no sailor drag that um Cynthia did yeah. on the docks of Philadelphia, good. I would have been like it. young man, come over that. here. Yeah. But when they gave that Octoroon a hat and said you're the stagecoach <laughs> driver, and he was like, Mark boy go on through and I, like i thought it was slightly clever because like yeah she like her her the, her slave master fathered her so she resembles him but no the no, casting is she no. she the casting was a hard no <laughs> you can find a, a strong jawed girl out yes, there you can find a strong jawed girl and you can find a paler I, black I will woman say too. when i first saw her in the night when i first saw her at night i thought she was i thought she was white like when she first ran out on the thing she was like take me with wait, take me with you i was like is that a white woman and then i was like oh no it's not now that was at night. I don't, yeah, I don't know. In the broad daylight, yeah. you can kind of see that that person's on the that, one bridge in Maryland. Mixed. She had a hat on though. She, yeah, she was. I'm saying, up. I feel like y'all are missing the yeah. fact that she had a hat on. She had the hat she, on. She, she did have she the hat. hat. I she was talking like she kind of like you know put her voice down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now we skipped a whole bunch of stuff. We did because, we did. but I do have to say before okay. we, I, I really wanted the movie to start at the preacher's monologue and like explaining the intricacies and the dangers of like the movie opens and it's just, you're going to be alone. <laughs> like <laughs> the movie starts right there and you're like, what? Oh shit. Like <laughs> give me the popcorn. Like, <laughs> you know what? Here's another way to do it. If you want to start with the dangers of slavery, start with somebody else running away. You start yeah. with somebody yeah. else running away yeah. and getting caught. Guys, are yeah. we writing a movie? <laughs> are we rewriting? But the, you know what I mean? Like, yes, but, there's a way yes. to make us feel yeah. heart, how thumb, hard thumb, it is thumb, to yeah. run thumb away. From like, it's not, yeah. it's your not, heart it's, should it's be easy. beating out of your chest. It's, you should yeah. never be laying back like I've seen the story before. We yes. should understand why the sister is like, I'm not going. Are you kidding me? No, we're going to get caught. Yeah. I'm going to die. Like, I can't I wanna, do it. I want to see like dead bodies along the way or like warnings from other like slave masters with like, maybe I don't actually want to see that, but like, like well, just we, to just to give levity you don't to have what to, is happening, absolutely, because you don't have to see them actually get dismembered or yeah. anything like that. All you have to see is the fear, and then the person getting caught, like yeah. a dog coming and just rip, like doing the just person. Like you know what I, I mean? Don't have to see the dead body, but like there's a moment where Harriet's trying to cross you know, through long grass or something, and there's a bunch of flies, and she walks over to uh, the flies, and she is scared because yeah. that's you, a dead body. You know, oh, they did have it. this in, in 12 Years a Slave. Remember in 12 Years a Slave where he tries to run away? He tries to run away and then he sees another dude it. get I've, caught. I've okay, well, the, this happened <laughs> in the movie. So in 12 Years a Slave, he, he tries to run away at some point and then 
he like he kind of gets lost and then he sees them like catch another black man who's running away and he gets so scared that he goes back and pretends like he never and yeah. they were like where were you and he was just like i was uh and they're like and he yeah. pretends like he wasn't trying he wasn't yeah. running away just do that moment in 12 years a slave again just do that moment but i mean like yeah. i just want to see that <laughs> you're absolutely right i think the movie ran like the moment of the, in the movie where i was like oh man was when they first catch her on the bridge because they catch her. She's right there. And you're just like, well, damn, she got caught. Um, then we how's she going to get talk out? talk and conversate she's per- for and five as minutes. She's like, as she's like creeping up to the thing. And I'm like, now, I'm sorry. You don't shoot him because it's now, your property. But you, you can go grab her. You, you can grab her because, I look, I and I just, I hate when this. I'm like, look, Harriet Tubman really did escape in real life and maybe she almost got caught a bunch of times too so i'm okay with you showing some ingenuity of how she gets out of here but if your thing is the ingenuity is just that the person who's chasing her is a freaking idiot and like literally thinks he can just talk her down instead of just going to grab her because there's no way she's faster than him. Like, yeah. I'm just like, he can go and grab her and he just never does and he lets her drop and then they don't know how to follow the river down. Like, she gets washed up and so I was like, where... This oh, is the major device of Harriet the film is that whenever a slave gets caught, we actually pause and do a conference call for a negotiation. <laughs> and then once terms are met, we actually continue to escape. <laughs> this happened in that scene. And yeah. then again, at the final climactic scene with her gross, whatever they were trying to set up as a love story with oh, that white God. man. Like, and we're, we're like, where she... And I like really, by this point, I was numb. So you have to not to jump but like was she saying i forgive you i don't uh, no i don't think so i think it was more like it was more like you're gonna die but you're not i'm not you're not gonna die by my hands but you're gonna you're going to die in the civil war it's not my job to play god yeah it's like that yeah Yeah. and here's the thing i buy it i don't know if harriet tubman actually killed anybody i don't think she did i don't know if um but I mean, maybe she did. I don't know. But it may I, not be documented. But I, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's like the thing. I believe, like, if she had to, she would have. But if she doesn't have to, she wouldn't because she's very Christian, right? Like, mm-hmm. she is very, and she believes that she that the Lord is speaking to her, and she like, and she says the last her last words, her actual last words is, "I'll go prepare a place for you," mm-hmm. which is what Jesus said to his mm-hmm. disciples, right? Mm-hmm. So she has like, um, <laughs> rightfully so, a savior complex like where she is literally saving people um from slavery so she has she sees herself as that and therefore she knows that she doesn't need to enact violence when she doesn't have to Mm -hmm. but to have that moment it's like it's like for her to here's the thing that guy was an idiot but when she threw the gun down i was like but she would keep the gun like she wouldn't shoot him Oh, so are you saying that what you said in your She's mind? not dumb. She's not dumb. But the movie. It made no sense. When she dropped the gun, yeah. I was mad. I but was the like, movie, I was what? like, she's so resourceful. Why would she drop a gun? Because a gun is a resource. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I didn't believe that she would drop the gun. After she put the not, gun up to not because every she was black afraid person of she saw before this moment, she's going to yeah. throw his gun down. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm hell for continuity here, but there were so many like faux Oscar play moments where there like, were. and my, my favorite, oh, her speech like, to the- my favorite unsuccessful one was in Philadelphia. It's a big ensemble scene and she's just talking. Of the Underground Railroad. It, it has no build. There's no build to the language. <laughs> There's the music cue from the 90s yeah. and it's so boring that actually two minutes in, I like snap up and like eat a junior mate and I go, oh, that's supposed to be Frederick Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was happy for seeing this Easter egg. And then I was also mad that I didn't get the appointment. Because, uh, like, wait a minute. That was supposed to yeah. be Frederick Douglass? Yeah. The, the person, you know the person wait, she said, she said to but him. But he was in the other scene too. He was. He was. And she, and you knew it was Frederick, Frederick Douglass because she was like, some of y'all done got too important. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Okay. I'm so upset. <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite thing. Because uh, I felt like, I felt like, uh, I was like, oh, that's Frederick Douglass. But then because they never were like, Frederick, Frederick Douglass. Douglass. I was like, well, then no, it's not. And how <laughs> annoying like, to do a film about the Underground Railroad and to like not even like exactly. name yeah. check. And then yeah. Frederick Douglass just gets the side eye for one of those. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. So like you, you just threw shade at Frederick Douglass yeah. and he's in that wig that like almost made me not even identify him. And also... It would, it would, if we know who, if we know definitively who he is and we even have a conversation between them, it doesn't take away from Harriet. It would just build her up even yeah. more for her, for him to, for him to be like clearly a very well-educated, important figure. And then she's like, she doesn't know how to read, but steps to him with some knowledge. I'd be like, damn, like Harriet, what? you know what I mean? And that's, and that's like a black antagonist like thing that they didn't have to create. They didn't. Like, right. you know what I mean? Frederick Douglass is real. We know who he is. We're not bored by seeing him. Like, no. Like, but I don't want to see when that, I mean, and it's even just the casting of the black bounty hunter. Like, the, like it's just like the fact that like, as a black man of size and of dark skin and like obviously my demeanor and type doesn't necessarily make me a one-to-one for that type Mm -hmm. of work but like still i it's my body and so just to be like oh you're putting uh, like that black man into that position like i think it could have i think it could have been even more effective with like an lakeith stanfield type but she did that with her son already so she had to like get a big you know a big lug and i don't know that's just it was just so harmful whereas like we could have had a compelling compelling dramatic scene of what you're saying of just Mm -hmm. like using the gift of what was there use the gift of history and stop using the trash of fiction that's my Amen. note. Um, Amen. Did I say this already? Did I tell you that you were right? She didn't. When she first went in real life, when she first went back, it wasn't for her husband. It was for her. her you didn't say. Him. Ding, ding, ding. So Corinne when she Wells. first went back, it was for her family. It was for, so it she was for didn't other family by members. accident bring family back. Oh no. She went God. to get her family. On accident. <laughs> God, I mean, yeah, God, that's what the film mistakes. purports. The is that, like, oh, I guess I'm taking more people. Wow. Well, I, I came back here for dick, but I guess I'm going to have my, <laughs> my cousins instead. Oh we don't know what to sleep. Well, like I like. said, it's like, remember, the first time she left, the first time she escaped, she went with her two brothers, but her two brothers just got scared and left, which honestly would have been incredible to see because then uh. we would see why they got scared why they go back and how how strong it, of a person she is yeah. to keep going forward and going. That no, builds I'm, her character. It builds her character so much. But and God then, forbid. God forbid we build oh, her character. God. Also, they keep asking they her, said, who uh, are you with? They said her trip back to Dorchester County wasn't her first rescue. Before her return for her husband, she rescued her niece, 
um, and uh, her niece's two children in Baltimore uh, with the help of Bowley's free husband, John. Um, it is true that Tubman would uh, occasionally have to pull her gun on the very people she was helping so that they wouldn't turn back and give them away. Uh, right. So that's what you were saying before was like, she pulled her gun on people not to be like, you gotta, um, like come with me or else it was just like, no, if you're going to, if you get captured, you're going to give us up, which made sense in that in that one scene where they actually go and wade through the water, right? Like mm-hmm. where she pulls her gun on that dude and is like, you're not going to the bridge. Cause basically it's like, you're going to go get captured and then you're going to tell them where we are. Yeah. And if you use that moment correctly, it undermines sort of like the, like, you know, magical Negro, like mystic quality, like the mammy, like help everyone quality that people would like describe to her. Like, no, this is a practical, strong woman who can take care of herself and like they kept alluding to it but i i wanted like cynthia revo is so athletic i wanted it to become athletic even like in a way that because it's i wanted it could have gotten expressive it just seemed she could have climbed a tree i would have been happy i would have been happy to see that that would have been there good. There was just yeah. no action. There was no, no action, action. but it promised no, us a, a hero movie. There's no evidence that Brodus has hired a slave catcher, but according to a few historians whom I reached out to, it's not entirely impossible that what is this sentence would have been black. Unpack the, the grammar of that sentence. <laughs> so no, it didn't exist. But, but it's saying like we have no proof that it existed, but if we it, really, really wanted to, <laughs> it's but not it's possible. Like, <laughs> well, the absence of evidence is not Call the back. evidence of absence. <laughs> That's a that's a Samuel Jackson quote. All right, <laughs> from Pulp Fiction, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the question of brain damage or God. Hmm. <laughs> well, that was a funny Which moment one? when he wrote when he wrote potential brain damage. Yeah. Like our theater chuckled for sure. But it was like it was like the thing is, if you don't believe in God or if you have no spiritual being and a person's like, I see images from God, you're like, oh, you have brain damage. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the thing is, I really love that scene. Like I really liked that actor that hurt the, the director's son. Apparently like he because at first you were just like, what's happening? Like, why isn't he? He sees exactly where they are. Why isn't he doing anything? Mm-hmm. And then later on when he sees her again and he's like, he was like, you know, seems like you you can talk to God and God listens. I have a lot of things I need to say. And I was like, oh, like that. I don't know that he had there was just something He's a good that, actor. Yeah. We'll kind of call him a good actor. And they wanted to set up that he was a bad guy. They put him in a coonskin cap. I can't even deal. <laughs> I can't. It was just so it was just so tonally everywhere for me. And then he wasn't the bad guy. Of course, it was big, big Brutus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It just knocked, knocked, stomped. A lot of head, out. a lot of head injuries here. In this movie. Because he, he got shot in the back of the head. Um, Harriet got hit in the head with whatever. And then um, Janelle Monet got stomped out in the yeah. head. Homeboy's eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of head stuff. I liked the scene where they were all telling the story. <laughs> I liked that scene. <laughs> I liked that scene where Leslie was writing down the stories of all those black. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that. That's important. But. They also kind of montaged several escapes. Yes, I liked it, but I hated the fact that we didn't. We yet again 
just didn't see any escaping. We and it saw, went we from like nothing. It went from like you know we saw the numbers right, which was kind of a cool device to have. Like like I don't know if they would have actually done this, but like like put up like, like it's keeping a, score, like keeping a score. Yeah. Like here are the numbers of people saved. Here are the numbers right. of people lost. Uh. And she writes nine and zero, and you're like, damn. And if you know that her real number gets up to around seventy, if not more, you know, like. It's like, okay, well, then she has a lot more people she's about to save. But then we see it in the montage. Mm -hmm. And then even the Canada thing where she's like, I'm still going to get people from there to Canada. And we still don't even see like the extra hardness of that with the Fugitive Act. And you know what I mean? I was just like, we could have had several scenes where there was real cinematic tension and real hardship whether it be The Revenant or any other movie where people are just on, like, people are being Struggling. hunted. Yeah. Human literally. versus nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, these humans were being hunted, and we don't feel the visceral reaction of that. Yeah. Which is crazy. And the, the strongest visceral reaction we feel is gentlemen and death, because it's brutal. It's so brutal. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, His Golden Messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. She was so gorgeous in the period clothes. The singing, I get what they tried to do, and they tried to keep it really, like, you know, historical. Like, how would how would Harriet sing? But <laughs> as a gay person, I think that she should have, like... There should have been a moment where she sang down a little bit. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, even if it was just for herself. Like, mm-hmm. people who sing, you don't always sing you know for work which was her Mm -hmm. slave saving you know Mm -hmm. we only saw her sing at work Mm -hmm. we saw her roll up and be like go down Moses (laughs) 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 and I was I just wanted to if you have Cynthia Revo playing a character who does sing I want to have her vision honey like why like just the visions were wasted like sing baby girl they were those visions were so wasted I don't know yeah there were again there were like there were pieces of it like I do like that they were that they had the songs and like kind of were showing how they use the song as code that was Mm -hmm. cool you know what I mean like true this is true you hear that song but the thing is that's historical and that is historical and there's something about (laughs) there's something about I don't know I can't even explain what what it was that was missing but maybe it was just the frame maybe it was just the editing and the framing of it it's like you could cut to people like real, like just people in uh, working in the fields, but like really like live in that in like real time, like people working in the fields and like and like wh- whispering or whatever or talking, and then you hear that s- sound and somebody 
one person stops and yeah you know they walk over just like and they like they kind of hear it and then maybe another person hears it and they look at each other and they look maybe afar and they see a white person way out in the distance and not not there and they just and they all start singing and then that not and you know russian and then you all the you know what i mean like you could just yeah. do that like yeah. we have the ability to do that yeah. and instead there it's was just no done nuance like, in this movie it's just like here it is and here it is yeah mm-hmm. i don't know that the quick editing like and we're begging for, i think we're just like as like four black people sitting around a table yeah. like loving art we're like begging for this nuance so yeah. like we're happy that the film is gorgeous we're happy that you know, it is a film that, you know, a kid can watch with their grandmother, yeah. which is what Cassie's intent was. If maybe that yeah. explains some of the awkward choices. But right. she wanted, you know, PG-13 story of this person. And again, to just like be, I'm going to throw another which chip I, in their court. I, guess it, I, get, I saw her do a talk back afterwards, the screening, and she did say it was a hard shoot. So maybe there was meant to be more. Um, right. Nuance and I just and... looked, their budget, it was only 17 million. So okay. it was very small. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think, for instance, like the her and the river, it's like, how did they not have that? And I guess just maybe they just didn't yeah. have the budget. They for didn't it. have it. Yeah. Because yeah. 17 million is really, no, it's, not, it's pretty it's low nothing. for a movie of this the size. Scope, yeah. yeah. The scope like, of it, costume drama. Yeah, yeah. That's cheap. But like, cut the cast in half, truly, <laughs> and just make it about Harriet in this journey and that's it like it could be a single cam like i just want to see the superhero movie yeah that i was promised I was like promised. I, I just could, don't I know could, why that yeah i could see like two hours of just that first journey yes like just yes. just her her yes. brothers they trying to they you know yeah yes. yeah because that's so much has so much more attention not knowing if it's like the first or the last one yeah. like yeah. we know she doesn't know what she's doing we know that she survives we yeah. know that she's gonna be safe like so like the tension of like what we movie that we watched wasn't there but yeah. like having one contiguous two hour yeah. real time excursion like watching like night bleed into morning like crossing like the border like mm-hmm. you know what i mean right from maryland to, to delaware delaware yeah. to philadelphia like that Not, like that's yeah. just so full and and could be just so even that and, even that moment like the moment she crossed i was just like <laughs> she jumped okay that's cute but no that's ah I I I've growled a lot on this podcast. It's just really it's so frustrating. The one thing I liked about that moment because I do b- agree that it was very lackluster is was the like sort of it being so small. It was like yeah, that was the difference. You're yeah. over here. <laughs> that means you're free. Yeah, you're over here. Nope, <laughs> you belong to this. But like, they could—they could have—they could have filmed that so much better. Like 100%. looking at, like let's see her feet take that yeah. single step just into freedom. Just a shot of her feet. A shot of the angle is like from you know from her right or from her left. You know, so we see profile and we see the crossover. That'd Guys, be beautiful. We need to direct this movie. <laughs> Here, this was my thing because Br- Bray was talking about. You know how they didn't show anything and they showed the like, but we did see like that they wrote the nine on there, right? And then at the end of the movie, they, at the end of the movie, we see the text on the screen of like, and also she led these armies and yeah. she and then we 150 see the people and she, you know, and she saved 750 people left at that, right? And it was like, 
that's what I just read was so interesting. It was far more interesting than anything I had seen in the last two hours, right? And before seeing this movie, the only way I took in Harriet Tubman was by reading about her. Yeah. So I'm going to this movie to watch some amazing stuff go down. Don't skip it in montages. Yeah. Don't. I. Yeah. I think they they like made this movie. um, It's like they they took what they knew from a history book and made fan fiction. And we're like, let's pretend no one knows who Harriet Tubman is and <laughs> summarize it all in one movie. And it's like, that's not what we need. That's not what anybody wants. Uh, <sighs> anyway. Fan fiction. That's what it is. Like, I, And I hate that device of summarizing a person's accomplishments at the end of a terrible. movie. I mean, come Ter- on. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Well, show you got us. It. You Your gotta... job is to show us this. You got you to gotta summarize. Uh, yeah, you at the end of a biopic, you got to yeah, do a little. Based on a true story, you, you got to do, do a it, summary. But it's still ter- it was terrible that it was so interesting. Though. It was literally like, <laughs> yeah, you could be like, also this shit happened. She was one of the, one of like a handful of women to lead a freaking army raid. Where the fuck is that movie? <laughs> Her running niggas. I want to see that. Yeah. In the camp. Yeah. It's uh, like, what the fuck, you? And then they showed, black, they showed. She's a black woman. You almost said queer. <laughs> she's, she's, <laughs> she's a you black queer. Well, that scene, gonna, that scene when a, she got into the bathtub and Janelle Monae was like, I was like, mm-hmm. the color of her. <laughs> I was like, Sugar Avery vibes uh, go off. And I was like, wow, if, if, if Harry gets a little bit of tenderness right now, I wouldn't mind to see it because she yeah. she got utterly played by her man. So played. Yeah. the I, it, It's interesting. I wonder what that the actual story of that was because they did set it up like she left him. <laughs> She did. Because she straight up just left. She him. did leave him. That's what, um, that's what they say in this. That's what they say in this movie. Which <laughs> is like, which is probably their attempt movie, at being feminist. Being but like, like I'm saying like wave. he wanted to go with her and then she just left him. And then oh, because he was free and he was he was. Yeah, he was slowing her down because they're like, they want they want you and I can be faster. Well, he well, the reason that she gave was like, uh, I don't want you to lose your freedom because if they catch you, then you're going to lose your freedom. Yeah. And I want, I want, it was like, a, I'm protecting you kind of thing. Uh, but then she was like, actually, I do need you. So I'm going to come back and go get you. Um, and if he truly thought she was dead, I don't know, a year. A year is no time. A year is no time. But I, I the thing is, a year is no time for us. I don't know, man. A year in a freaking slave south. That might be a long <laughs> Maybe a long time. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's not like but, yeah. you know you ain't got any joy. <laughs> like there's no joy. But he was free and he married a he remarried a free woman. Like not to say that his life was great or anything, but like take <laughs> 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 no wait a year. Like even if he thought she was he dead. Like the, the juxtaposition between like his reaction and and her mom's reaction, like her mom lost her mind essentially. Her mom was thought she was uh, an angel. Yes, the angel of death. That could be Vanessa Bell Calloway. That was a great mm-hmm. beat, <laughs> a, a really charming yes, beat. Take of me, a take film. me. I want to see my nose. Oh, 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 yes. get me out of here. Get me out of here, please. Let's oh, go. Take me now. <laughs> uh. 
but like for him, like he didn't even grieve her. Like that's no well, we time. didn't see him grieve. He didn't care. That's no mm-hmm. time. He just wanted to get his dick wet. That's yeah. All. <laughs> all right. I have a little more compassion for for my man. <laughs> thought his wife died. Daughters, yeah, you know, we, they they cut they cut his eye up. You know, he thought she was dead. You know, but then again, he did say I did get word. So it was like, how long did you wait? I don't know. Was it a year? That's, I don't know. That's it's the true. thing. I don't know. I don't know how long he wo- he waited. Um. <sighs> uh. But she did leave him. <laughs> she did. She did. Um. He was he was standing outside that gate for hours yeah for hours i'm like because my man was was like like, my man just didn't realize it until it was night he was like i don't think she'd come and then he decides to walk away as a horse rides up well yeah what he didn't he didn't duck behind there was some cinematic license with that all right guys yeah uh dear hollywood um you can end the antebellum cinematic universe (laughs) yeah you can you can do it we did we did harriet so we we're good uh no i want i want phase what phase are we on now? You want phase three? Phase. <laughs> you want phase, phase three? Like we gotta phase be we phase four and phase, yeah, we way up there. People I need phase twenty five on the ACU. Nah, we good. We 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 good. Um, people all right. want mental own right, people. We do, uh, the, uh, the one thing that I want to oh. talk about. Yeah, what do you mean? Because like mm-hmm. while I was watching this movie, uh-huh. I was like, wow, like this is like it seems like because I've seen the pictures of Harriet Tubman. But then I saw like the way that they did this in this movie. She's more done up. She like looks a little bit different. You know, they're kind of like she's a little bit more picturesque a little bit, you know. And I was like, oh, wow, that's very interesting that they're like sort of taking what we would expect and then sort of changing it a little bit. You know, it made me think it's a little bit like in Gemini Man when 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 Will Smith is playing, you know, because when he's playing his younger self, they like do something. They have to like do something to sort of make him to present him what? in a light that's just a little bit hey, different. Stretch. It just it just, made, it just it just made me think about that in Gemini Man when they do that. It, it definitely didn't make you think about that. Oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> it's time for the cause. It <laughs> no, it didn't. It, we rate and review films not based on how much we liked them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. That's our rating okay. system, okay? So if we feel like it fully helped the cause, mm-hmm. we give it a black fist. feel yep. like, you know, someone helped the cause, we give it a white palm. We feel like, sure do. I don't think this really helped the cause at all. I don't think this is going to help the cause of more leading black actors on the highway. We don't give it anything. All right. So on the count of three, we got to raise up our, oh, our ratings. no. Yeah, yeah, remember what it, yeah, that's what it is. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> One. Oh. Two, no. three. Okay. Wow. Okay, we got nothing from the guests. We got two nothing. <laughs> and Larry is nothing dead from the staring guests. at me because I gave it a black fist. And I a gave it a white, white palm. All right. I mean. Yep. Wait, am I going for I think you have Okay, well, to. the reason I gave it a black fist is because, you know, I mean. Cynthia hasn't been leading too many movies yet. She was like kind of, you know, she was co she was like a supporting actor in the other ones and she gets her first leading so, film. A question just for clarification. When we're talking about black actors in Hollywood, this is across the board, like British Cro- and American. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Honestly, the cause is how you see it. Right, right. Ooh, That's no. a great question. No. Is how you that was a deflect. Spe- that was a deflect. We haven't. Black Americans. We, we, haven't, we haven't specifically talked about this. The cause is how you see it. 
Um, that's a real. That's real. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love to be in a Steve McQueen film, so I'll I'll include Black Brits. Um, yeah, because <laughs> like, I love to work with him. I include yeah. them. You know, okay. um, it helps. Um, I do, I do I do feel some type of way about British black actors playing slave. And I'm sorry, Antebellum. Right. In the Antebellum cinematic universe. True. We do have a couple. We got Chipotle. Yeah. We got Cynthia. We, yeah, they, they come in, they coming in and doing it. Um, it's I feel like there is this terrible stereotype of American actors as like not refined enough or or, you know, skilled enough in the actor realm mm. that we don't we don't get those nods. It's like we're put in those supporting roles in mm-hmm. those films um, in a way that is like sad. And it's not nothing against the British actors. No. It's just like they're and, great. They're truly yeah. talented people. And to be fair, it does happen with white actors, too. Mm-hmm. I think like in terms of like, you know, you got you have a lot of British white actors who are given bigger parts but because there are more white actors it's okay <laughs> and there aren't as many of our yeah. roles yeah, there so are so few there's so few plum yeah starring roles right yeah um so that said i don't know i do think like um a lot of people got credits in this film and maybe it'll help people out in their next thing their next go arounds i don't know how big this movie will be uh but it is like a you know you know i don't know Oh, they watched it in school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it, they watch it. It replaces so. Remember the Titans as <laughs> 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 high school movie. Yeah. Or Glory, uh, which I watched, <laughs> which is stars Matthew Broderick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And supporting. Uh, yeah, we watched Glory, too. Glory was what yes. we watched. Too. Yeah, Glory. We watched yeah. Glory. Um, I mean, I gave this a palm because um, I focused pr- just on the money aspect of it like it didn't make a lot of money true um and then uh, and then i also just generally think that the movie isn't helping because i don't think it's i know we don't do it based off whether or not we like the movie but uh, the movie just not being good i think is was a problem (laughs) i think that's that's just a problem the movie not being good is didn't make any money because it wasn't good and and i don't think that it's going to really help for those reasons. I do think, like I mentioned Aria before, and like this is Cynthia's, I don't know, this is her first like lead movie, but um, it's great that she got this opportunity. Um, I know that she's a, 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 a British black woman. So there's, there, I, I have issues there and I have issues too. Like, like you were saying, Corinne, like I, like, you know, uh, Selma and like the, between Selma and this movie, it's like, okay, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and then all the end and 12 years of slave yeah. and <laughs> yeah. all the ones you can think of, yes. the last. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I have an issue with that too, but it is nice to see more black faces on screen regardless. And, um, and, uh, that young guy's going to be great. I mean, I know he's, he's doing other stuff too, but he just shines so much in this, um, uh, so, you know, looking forward to what happens to, to those careers, um, but I couldn't give it a full fist. Yeah. Um, I didn't give it anything <laughs> um, because uh, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like 
it, especially amongst like um, having talked to other African American people who have seen it, um, we have been like, nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think like this movie's not doing well in the box office, and it's not going to do it's any not. better. Um, so I don't think it was a step forward for mm-hmm. anybody really. We do have a higher bar now. It's 2019, man. Yeah, it's 2019. You know what I mean? Yeah. We do have a higher bar. We ain't as thirsty as we once were. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost 2020. Uh-huh. Uh, did you get that? No. No, for me, I'm just looking forward to this new decade yeah. of films. Yeah. I'm looking for younger um, filmmakers to be given their first chance. You know, yeah. it's been that too long be nice. since Casey's first film, uh, Eve's Bayou. It, yeah. It's been, it's yeah. been a while. And this, this, It seems like she made this alongside Eve's Bayou. Mm-hmm. It truly does. And so that's my hope moving yeah. forward yeah. that young black filmmakers have the chance to tell these stories, historic, original, otherwise, just with um sort of the daring, audacity, truth um that we that we bring as audience members as well. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that. All right, well, uh, it better be nominated for like five, <laughs> ten Oscars. <laughs> and if it's not, I swear whoo. Woo! Yeah. If this doesn't get 30 I mean, Oscar yeah, nominations. Jay, Jay Edgar got the nom, so. The, <laughs> oh, you know yeah, what I mean? And that's true. And yeah. there it is. Yeah. Kind of what I opened You with. know what I mean? It's like. If they snubbed this movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, they still give a nom, so a bunch of other these, like, just All you completely do generic biopics. put on a costume as a white person in there. Like, <laughs> oh, my, oh, my goodness. Oh, game over. <laughs> Judy Dench in a costume? Yeah. Done. So, oh, yeah. Meryl Streep's Meryl nose. Meryl Streep was. <laughs> as, as great as she is, she was loud fair like and as for iron lady which that film is whatever like i mean truly just some truly whatever historic and she did it so (laughs) nomination and we expect the exact same thing yes uh the post how that movie about a newspaper (laughs) (laughs) just immediately just uh, surefire nom Uh, yeah surefire nom uh we need the same uh please uh it doesn't have to please respect our <laughs> our mediocrity is well. <laughs> um, we are fighting to yeah, be mediocre. That's, that's, the, that's the point. We can also be mediocre and yeah. get awards. All right. It's truly, it truly is the crux of like a large part of my platform is like we will not have equality until we have black mediocrity. Yes. yes. Black people should be. And so like I'm like not mad at yeah, anybody. I'm not mad. No. Like yeah. I took what I could get, and but the best <laughs> thing that I got from this movie was that at the screening that I went to, there was a bougie black family behind me, and the mom was like, "Oh, I'm excited for this. I love." Love Janae Monell, <laughs> and you can't write that. You just can't wow. write that. Wow, God Janae bless Janae Monell. Yes, and she was right, and that's actually her new name now. You <laughs> can't Monell. say that other thing anymore. Um, thank you too so much for yes. for coming on. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find if me you would like to be found on. <laughs> here's my address um, uh, at charity underscore Corinne um, on all social media, uh, and you know. Uh, go to any show at UCB and I'm probably performing. That <laughs> 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 look it up. <laughs> any show. I'm Larry Owens. I am Larry Owens live on all social media platforms. Please follow me. I need 10k followers in order to complete to continue living into the new decade. And wow. I host a podcast on Forever Dog Networks called What Makes You Sing. Subscribe. Uh, you can follow us at Black Men Podcast uh, on all 
social media platforms. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website mm-hmm. where you can find links to our merch, yeah. find links to our Patreon. Um, also, uh, it is definitely it has now been announced. Uh, our show, Astronomy, Astronomy Club, Club. Yeah. Astronomy Club, a sketch show, yeah. will be uh, on Netflix yes. this December, December yeah. six, baby. Oh, that's the day after my birthday. What oh, a nice birthday! Yes. yes, happy birthday, Corinne. Friday, yeah. December six. Yeah. Binge it. Log on to your Netflix. Yeah. Watch our show. But with your dollar, bitch. And when they ask if you're still watching, say yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Keep it rolling. Um, you can follow me at John Braylock, John Braylock.com is what I say. I'm at James Third Comedy, James Third Comedy. Oh, CorinneWells.com. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I don't it. have a website. Okay. Um, interesting. I need to get, you know, mm-hmm. um, If you write a review, uh, Ooh, who is it? We will read it on the uh, air. This is uh, Kendra underscore eight. This insight matched with the comedy is great. John with transitions cracks me up. Oh, thank you. Draw with the unfiltered realness. Appreciate it, brother. James with the Hancock delusional but i enjoy it nonetheless wow, that was rude all in all i rate this <laughs> i rate this a black fist and wish you success at all of your future uh, all your creative adventures p.s now that tyler has his new studio can we get a review on one of his good movies <laughs> why did i get married with janet and jill or the og diary of a mad black woman with kimberly elise maybe on a patreon episode i do i do we did i haven't do seen that? diary of a black of a mad black woman in a that? while no we haven't and i said this I said this the first time we did the first Medea movie because we did. Oh, right. Boo is our first one. And I was like, this is a little bit unfair because I think Diary of a Matt Black Woman, I think there is there is goodness in that that you can understand why he became what he was. There's just that part in Diary of a Matt Black Woman when he just starts quoting Color Purple. And I'm like, what? It's is happening? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, one of Tyler Perry's good movies is going to be my epitaph. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last one, Age uh, Patrice. Uh, I love seeing uh, movies. Uh, this is a fun yet enlightening podcast which explores great themes that make you look more thoroughly at each film with a black actor in the lead. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, next week, what are we reviewing? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We, we don't know yet. Don't All right. Know. Whatever. Come tune in next week. All we'll right. See you later. Bye. Peace. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.